welcome to Listen and Party for Mag's Say Things That Matter debut album that dropped yesterday. Uh, first of all, man, congrats to have it finally out there in, in the wild and to the world. Uh, how's it feel? Uh, well, thank you. Uh, it feels feels great, honestly. Uh, it, it's like we've been we've been preparing for this for the last few months. Uh, you know, like just talking about it like constantly and like you know everything it's been centered around just like the album release so now that it's out it's like you know on to the next thing <laughs> yeah yeah it's like it, it definitely feels great and I'm, I'm really excited about the response i've uh been getting so far yeah uh is there anything that stood out to you specifically in terms of the response um i think just the fact that people are already able to kind of just like appreciate how much uh just how much like weight and depth there is to the the songs and like you know the project as a whole you know what I mean it's like a lot of people have reached out to me and and talked to me about how like cohesive the whole thing sounds like all the way through and like uh you know just like how, how much like they can kind of just feel me throughout yeah. every song you know what i mean so I, and that was what i wanted you know what i mean i wanted people to be able to like you know have their own sort of interpretations of each song and, and have their own feelings but also it's like you know it is it is based around my own personal experience yeah you know? mm-hmm. no i definitely get that cohesive feel throughout the the project and it all feels very tight and well put together um thank you yeah definitely a, a well-rounded body of work i, I like I think, like, after listening to Self-Titled and then coming to your latest project, it definitely feels like you've um, done everything we loved from that project, but even, like, did more um, in different ways creatively, even with, like, um, electric sounds that, like, just blend in a little bit perfect, like, you know, with with all the, like, you know, guitar and everything else. I just like how it it was, like, controlled but experimental at the same time. It was like a really, a really cool way to see you like um, manifest that. So uh, once Thank again, you. congratulations yeah. on the long-awaited project. You know, we've, we've been waiting and we're excited to hear today at this listening party. So right on. And uh, you guys, you know, if you guys want to get more in depth about Elliot, uh, you can go check out our last interview we did. Today is just about the music, so we're just gonna hop right into it. And then at the end for everybody, if you guys have any questions, you can go ahead and do that down in the chat and we'll try to get to everybody. And, uh, you know, people who have the best questions, we might, you know, throw you some free shirts or something like that. So let's get right to it. Um, first song we want to get to is Smile. I don't know if you want to like intro it, kind of talk about it maybe a little bit. Uh, yeah, I could. Um, so the funny thing about Smile was it was definitely like... <clears throat> the song that I based the entire record on, uh, in terms of just like the sonics of the whole record. Um, we, we had a timeline for when we wanted the album to come out and how many singles we wanted to release and how frequently we were going to release singles. So, you know, we had to get started on putting singles out before the album was done. And we decided smile was going to be the first single. So I had to have that one completely mixed and mastered before I had even finished like editing the other songs. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So there was this kind of like, I guess it was, it felt like a little bit of pressure, you know, because it's like, I have to, I have to kind of decide the vibe and like the sonics of this whole project right now. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we made the video, we made the video with like an unmixed, unmastered, unfinished version. Um, and then, you know, before we released the video, I had finished the song and got it mastered and everything. So it was definitely like a bit of a stretch to like, sort of have the foresight to be like, okay, what, what I have to make a decision, what I want to do, you know, and this is gonna, this song is going to shape the rest of the project. So, um, but ultimately I feel like this song has the best mix out of all of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think my, I think the mixing on this one is like the most, uh, how can I say like, there's just, there's just a lot going on. There's just a lot of dynamic and there's a lot of like, uh, uh, parts where it feels small and then it gets bigger, you know, like just like dynamic shifts and stuff. So, um, yeah, I put a lot of time and energy into this song in particular and then everything else sort of just, you know, I could, I use that as the archetype for the rest of the rest of the songs. So it's kind of like the perfect jumping off point then. Yeah, exactly. All right. So let's get to it. Blueprint. There it is. Smile. Hold up. All right, here it is. After I'm gone, you'll know me as the one who holds the key to your heart. Oh my God. Fix your broken smile.
uh, sonically, I definitely see how you said that this like kind of set the tone for like, you know, the whole album. You definitely, definitely get that coming through now that you mentioned it. Sure. Yeah. A lot of textures in there. Time. <laughs> yeah. Let's, um, maybe we can jump ahead to another song. Okay. I know a lot of people have heard like the singles and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I know everybody who's here also mostly has heard the singles. Um, but, uh, maybe if we jump ahead to like, um, golden, I think that's a, that's one I was getting a lot of, uh, feedback on. Okay. Yeah. Um, anything interesting behind this one? It's a lot, actually. This one <laughs> is, this is the first song that, um, I should say, uh, this is the oldest song on this record. Uh, I wrote this one back in. 2015, 2016, probably 2016, actually, summer 2016. The breakup and, record? <laughs> yeah, actually, it was, <laughs> but it was like, it was, uh, it was just something that I had, uh, like an idea I had demoed um, when I was living in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And I did probably, probably two different demos when I was in Buffalo. And then I did like three more when I moved here. Uh, and I just, I think I was just trying to figure out the right arrangement because I, I had a bunch of parts for this song that I would kind of swap out for each time I re-recorded it. Um, and so I eventually ended up with about, like I said, like six versions um, <laughs> that like all sounded slightly different. Um, and so the the challenge uh, for making the record was just like, okay, well, what version do I go with? You know, it's like, I know this is a, this is a good song. And I know this is one that I want to put on the record, but I'm just not sure like how it's going to sound, you know? Um, but I, I think I was able to sort of just like take all the best parts, all my favorite parts of each version. And, uh, you know, I think also having this, this, the song that comes directly after beach love, like having the idea to combine those two songs, um, it it made it so that golden had more of a like clear um i just had more intention i guess when i was recording it and mixing it because i knew like how that came together you know yeah. with that because of that interlude in between uh because it was nice it was almost like the night or the day before like at sunset and then like the morning after like you know at sunrise yeah. or something yeah, absolutely. But uh, I, I think that th- this version on the record is definitely like the definitive version. And uh, uh, yeah, I mean, same kind of deal. I, I got to the point where I was mixing it and then I was like, man, like I've mixed this song so many times. Like, what, what am I going to do that I haven't done already? Um, and uh, I don't know. I guess I, at some point I kind of just, it kind of just clicked. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't really know if there was like a point where it shifted, but I definitely struggled with the mix on this one for a good minute. Cause you know, I, after you demo something for such a long time, uh, things start to kind of just blur together. Yeah. You know, it's like, and I'm, you're also trying to make it sound like the demo and then, you know, it kind of just doesn't, it doesn't always, uh, it doesn't always translate. So. Yeah. You get lost in the sauce. Get yeah. the Kanye West, uh, Life of Pablo on where he's got like six <laughs> different versions of the wolves. Yeah. <laughs> the evolving I, album. Yeah. I don't know if I would take it that far, but I, I can appreciate him having to like re-release that album like a bunch of different times to change things, you know, but 
He's also Kanye, so he can do that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So here is the definitive version of Golden. Let's get to it.
the seagulls come in all hot. <laughs> yeah, I love that too. I love how it was like a blended uh, interlude. That was dope. Yeah, right on. Yeah, the breakdown at the end is always one of my favorite parts, you know. You get, Man, it feels yeah. like you have so much emotion out of it, you know. Yeah, it's like ultimately like that's that's like the shit I grew up on. It's like like shit with breakdowns, you know what I mean? It's just like that that moment when it's like it feels so big at that. Yeah. Like yeah, you just like feel it like throughout your entire body. You're just like, damn, like mm-hmm. it feels really good. But uh yeah, that's uh that's definitely one of my favorites. I, I feel I'm gonna say that with every song. It's like I I love every <laughs> song, like just you know, for what it is. It's like saying, um, like, what's your favorite child, you know? Like, yeah, no, that's exactly what, that's exactly what I say when people ask me. It's like, what's your favorite song? It's like, I mean, they're all my favorite. Like, I just have different feelings about them, you know, and right. uh, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, um, they, they exist in different spaces. Like, they're all my, they're in my collection, but they're, they're their own thing on purpose, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, shit, let's try... Um, Let's do bike. Hey, I was gonna make, I was gonna mention that one. Yeah, yeah I like that because I because obviously for everyone, I mean, who doesn't know already, Elliot plays most all of the instruments, if not all of them. And yeah. uh, there's a dope little like um, almost guitar solo, but it's not a solo in this, right? Like, well, uh, yeah, it's actually it's funny because. Um, <laughs> It's funny. Uh, whenever this song comes on, um, my my girlfriend Taylor has something to say about it because when I was writing this song, I was playing all the guitar parts just like in the living room, just like trying to learn how to play them because it's like it's probably one of it's one of the harder riffs I've ever written. Uh, the, the the riff that's in this song, and so I would just sit there for hours just like trying to get it so it sounded like clean. And then, you know, there's like probably three or four separate riffs in this song. And I would just play them all out of order for like hours at a time. And she was just like, what is he doing? Like, what is this thing he's trying to make, you know? And uh, it wasn't until the whole song was like completely done. And I was like, I just push play on it essentially. And uh, I played it for her and she was like, ah, okay, I get it. <laughs> but now every time the song comes on, she's just like, she just like, yeah, I remember that time when for six months all I heard was <laughs> you trying to like figure it out during during quarantine and all that. Um but yeah, <laughs> this is another song that's a little older. Um I wrote this song actually for a like a blog, or not a blog, like a vlog a vlog that I was doing uh a few years ago. Um it didn't last very long, but the whole idea was it was going to be like a personal vlog and then I was going to like soundtrack it. And this was a song that I like wrote and recorded in the span of probably like an hour. Um, at least the first part of it, like the whole second half, like the bridge with the, with the riffs and everything. Like I wrote that after the fact. Um, but the whole first half of the song is pretty much just like an hour's worth of work. And, uh, you know, it's like that, that's lucky. I feel like that's like always like a, one of those types of, like a gift type of situation you get a song that actually like is actually good and it didn't require like a year of like obsessing over it to get it to a good point you know yeah yeah so you, so. So you didn't want to use like one of the four songs that everybody uses for vlogs 
No, <laughs> the idea was that the whole, the whole concept of the vlog was, it was supposed to be like an original music vlog. You know what I mean? So it didn't, I, I guess in my mind, it didn't really matter what I was doing. It was just like, it was about the songs, you know? Yeah. So, uh, it didn't last very long just cause you know, the whole YouTube bubble for me, cause it's kind of burst kind of early. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was definitely like a really fun, uh, challenge you know what i mean it's like okay i'm going to do this whole vlog and then i'm going to just like write some songs that i think would go with some of these parts you know what i mean yeah yeah it's still content so yeah it's yeah. crazy this one actually made it onto the album all right yeah, no that's cool i like the actual chant part too like at the end or you made the chorus almost like a chant because of the vocal stack yeah i wanted it to like this is gonna be kind of hard to explain but this i think is like my blackest song and I, <laughs> I think this is my blackest song because like it's just kind of got this like slightly more like hype energy like even though it's kind of low-key like i think i i'm really influenced by like playboy cardi's vocals like the way that he like layers all of these like hype tracks and stuff and then he'll just be like saying whatever like barely matters what he's saying but he's just got all this like rhythmic stuff happening yeah. so that was kind of like something i was borrowing from with this one was just like let's do a lot of like weird background stuff that just is more of like feeling you know and so when i did that chant part i wanted it to feel kind of like just like a moment where everybody is just like bouncing you know what i mean yeah um, definitely. you know so it's like it's it's kind of it's kind of uh like it, it feels black to me you know what i mean i don't know if everybody yeah. will interpret it that way but that was what i was going for <laughs> All right, let's check it out. Bike. <laughs> Don't wanna go outside 
definitely get the magic mentioned the chanting, the little hypeness at the end for sure. Like come from like that kind of hip hop aspect. I like that. Yeah, it's it's subtle. It's like so. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like forced. I even started like I threw my hand for a second, like oh shit, like it was just it was just a yeah. reaction, like oh yeah. <laughs> I, I'm uh, I'm hoping that you know by the time we go out on this tour and people have time to like learn the shit, like that could be like a really hype part. Oh yeah. That's- so maybe we get like a, a Playboy Cardi remix, you know? Um, that would be weird, but <laughs> cool. I don't know. It'd be definitely weird though. Uh, shit, let me think. Um, let's do let's do choked out. Oh yeah, I think yep. choked out is like. I mean, I love the writing on that because you, you like slick yeah. and like subtle the way you like flip bars and stuff. Yeah, I think I think like I think weight is probably like if I had to like pick like the best song or like the most like the the song that defined the record, I think it's weight. But I think choked out is probably like to me the best song. If that if I can pick a best, but I also might pick a different best than like. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's one of my favorites because. it's just like, it's just got so many different like colors and temperatures, you know? Yeah. And no, it, for it, sure. it kind of takes you through this whole sort of like story without you really realizing it until you're at the end. You're just like, oh shit. Like there was this whole kind of like, like sub narrative that I wasn't even picking up on until I'm at the end. And I'm like, I can't believe we're here. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I love that. It felt like, yeah, I was just like on the edge being walked through the storyline yeah yeah and i think this one is also one of the ones where i started to really incorporate like the the production elements i'm going with um i think a a lot getting through a lot of the tracking on this album was like you know i didn't really have an idea of like what i wanted everything to sound like when it was done um I just knew what the songs would sound like when all the instruments were going to be tracked and everything, you know, like I was like very, like felt very flexible about like what type of like production stuff, you know, I didn't have that all planned out. I'm like, I'm not going to, I was like, I'm going to use this synthesizer. I'm going to make this sound and I'm going to like use this like effect on the vocals. It was just like, I'm going to track the instruments and then just kind of, figure it out you know yeah because so. i mean it's not like every song is like guitar heavy i really like how there's songs that are just like emphasizing piano and like almost no drums you know it's like uh yeah. the versatility in in the style of production because that that's was, like you too you know it's not like like different producers coming in doing that it's just, you know you're producing yeah that was actually really challenging it's like it's hard to not for me to not add drums to everything because i'm just like i'm a, I'm a drummer drums are my first instrument so like the first thing i want to do is like add drums um so there's a few there's a few songs that, that don't have have those obviously and uh yeah but i think with choked out it was like um i had to kind of you know in some ways it's like writing music is really easy and it comes naturally for me. Uh, and in a lot of ways, writing music is like extremely hard and mm-hmm. it not, or should say it's not, it's just not easy. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't always feel like, um, I know how to write songs, you know, mm-hmm. I'll get like a cool idea and then it's like, okay, well, this is an idea, but it's not a song. Yeah. 
So I'll get like, like this one, I, I did kind of the same deal where I had a demo of the whole front half, you know, both verses and like the, I don't want to love you anymore part. And then I didn't have a chorus and I probably wrote like, you know, I'll write anywhere from like five to 10 choruses for a song sometimes until I find the right one. You know, uh, I, I, I feel like I know it, like I know it's the one when I sing it and I start just kind of like getting excited, mm. you know, it's like, Oh, that's like, that's exactly what I would want to hear right there. You know what I mean? Uh, and then sometimes it's just like, I'm just trying to fill space. I'm just trying to like, okay, well, here's the next part. And it doesn't always like, it doesn't always stick, you know? Um, but yeah, this one, the chorus, I was like, the chorus just has to be better than that hook. You know, like the hook is so good. So like, I got to do a chorus that like, can, can be another level up from that. Right. You know? yeah, well, I think, I think, you, I, I, think I, I think we did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Much more to say. So uh, let's get to it. Choked out. Yeah. <laughs> 
That was definitely like my intro to the project through the was the choked out uh, music video. And I was like, okay, this is really dope. <laughs> I definitely want to hear more. So uh, yeah, it's definitely one of my favorites. Uh, my personal favorite might be, not sure yet, but it might be Wait. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just dropped the music video for uh, yesterday. And yeah. I, I like I think probably why is because I love the breakdown so much that you have. It. It's like yeah, like your punk roots a little bit. Like I was that like, was exactly what I was talking about. I like wanted to hear last time we talked. I think was that like that part, and then I was like, oh, there it is. Like <laughs> I think uh, I think with this whole project, I at some point realized like I'm like, do I have enough fast songs? Like. You know, like I don't, not most of my songs actually aren't fast. They're just, they got a lot of energy. You know what I mean? Like none of them are like double time or anything like that. Uh, so wait, if you really think about it, it's still just kind of like, still, yeah. still do this to it. You know what I mean? It just, it feels fast and it feels like, you know, it, it's got that energy though. You know what I mean? So, uh, but yeah, this, this song was very much like, sort of the catalyst for the whole record. I know I've said that about a couple of different songs, but like kind of in different ways, like weight was the one that I, I wrote and decided that I wanted to make a project versus smile was the one that like defined the sound of the project. Mm -hmm. Right. So weight was really like, um, I think uh, me and like everyone that was on my team, when I sent out the demo, we all knew it was like a really special track. And, you know, every time that we shared it with anybody, you know, industry facing or otherwise, they were just like, yeah, when's this dropping? Like, <laughs> who is this again? Like, I need, I want to know more. Like, <laughs> you guys want to work? Like, and I'm just like, you know, so there's definitely been some like some general buzz around this song, you know, so I was really excited, particularly to drop this one. Like, realistically, if I had it my way, I would have just dropped this and then dropped the album you know, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like the rollout. You did a really good, like traditional, like old school. This is how rollouts used to be. And I yeah. like how you, you led up to it. And then you kept, you kept weight as the joint for the, the release. This, out single. Now, this is the yeah. single on this the release. Cool. That's, that's, that's lit. That's smart. I, I think it handled it well. Yeah. I get, like I said, like if I had it my way, I would have, just dropped weight and then dropped the album. Um, but I've luckily got people around me that are smarter than me and, uh, <laughs> you know, can uh, help me make well-informed decisions. So we went with the rollout and I think it, I think it's paid off, you know, and I think that, uh, no pun intended, I think it was worth the wait. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I really didn't. Beat me to it. <laughs> no, no. I'm just leaning into, just lean into it. Um, it worked too good. It worked too good. <laughs> Yeah, um, but no, this this song I'm I'm also very excited to play it live because oh, it's just it's yeah. just all energy and it's you know I think a lot of people are gonna resonate with this track because it sounds like it just sounds like being young, you know. Yeah, it's crazy because like, how you even sequenced like the energy in the song is crazy because yeah. like the the hard shit hits up front, you know, and then. Mm -hmm. 
in the back is like a softer sort of like lead up into the energy again. You get some quick like 30 second mosh pits going on through the song, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. The, the crazy thing about this song actually was um, it's just like I recorded so much of this, of the, of the instruments and stuff like separately, like within the span of a year. So like, uh, not to get too deep into this, but like I recorded it in February, 2020, right before the lockdown started. And then I started recording the other tracks for the album in June of that same year. Uh, and then we got to about the time that I was starting to mix like early fall, mid fall. And I realized that weight just sounded sonically totally different because I used different instruments, like dif different guitars, like different drums, like different mics, like everything was different. And it sounded a little inconsistent compared to the other songs. So I ended up retracting the guitars just, you know, as a safety. Um, and it didn't quite bring it to life like I wanted. And so I ended up retracting the bass and making some other adjustments and it wasn't hitting how I wanted. And so like a week before I was supposed to actually hand in the finished record, I decided I wanted to retract the drums. I knew that I knew at the beginning that was actually what the problem was, but I didn't want to like admit it. I'm like, man, I don't really want to retract these drums, but like it just got to the point where I was like, if I don't do it, I'm going to regret it forever. So um, yeah, I retract the drums and then I did a whole bunch of different mixes and masters on it. Um, I worked with this um, gentleman, uh, Jesse Cannon on the mastering for this album. And he honestly, like, I thought my mixes were good. I was really proud with how the mixes turned out. Um, but his mastering really is what gave it the, like, kind of jumping off the speakers kind of, uh, yeah. you know, factor, I guess. Um, and so when I would hear the masters back, especially for this one, for when I heard wait, um, cause this was the last one that we did. Uh, he sent it to me and I played it in my car and turned it up as loud as it would go. And it was just like, <laughs> and I was like, yes. The car know. test is important. Though. Yeah, it really was. But it, it really like melted my face off. And I was like, if I'm getting my face melted off and I made the song, like <laughs> it's going to be perfect on this record. So yeah, I think I was, I, 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 had to, I had, again, I had to work really, really hard on this one just to get it to where I, I knew it was, it was going to have the impact that I knew the song would have. It just, it yeah. needed to sound right. Well, I think, I think you did it. It's special. It's a special <laughs> one. So without further ado, let's check out Wait. Music video just dropped yesterday.
Definitely gonna be a monster live. Uh, you already have Reese over here, you know, throwing elbows. Uh, hey yeah, yeah. What can I say? I couldn't help it. <laughs> yeah. When you I'm, feel the spirit, <laughs> I'm saying exactly. Um, yeah, I'm definitely gonna be feeling it up there. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah, man. How was that um, video shoot, by the way? With that whole mos- that was so sick. I love like certain like continuous shots you guys did like yeah honestly that was kind of like probably the most successful video shoot that we had done um out of the five that we that that we made um it took i guess for me it was it was a lot easier because um the other videos it was just me you know what i mean like we started making videos during the pandemic and you know I, i think we started making the smile video and like September, October, you know, so we were still pretty like, like not talking with each other like that, you know? Uh, So this one, it's like everybody was vaccinated and it was cool. And we were able to like involve more people, you know, and I think I was able to sort of manage my energy and give, you know, even more of a performance because it wasn't just me all day being on, you know what I'm saying? So um, but yeah, the, the shoot itself, it was amazing. We shot it all just at this one spot. 
um, downtown, downtown LA. Um, and then we did the, the, the final, the final scene at my apartment, the room I'm literally sitting in right now. Um, and yeah, that was honestly like probably, it's probably my best, my favorite experience, um, making a visual for, for the whole, the whole record. I love that visual. That's like one of my favorites. It's just only because of just how smooth it was. It was just like really smooth. Like, yeah. Like even that, that, uh, choreography duo, do you know them? Was that, or, you know, like, what? Yeah, I know. I know the girl who did the the actual choreography. I didn't know the dancers until they um, showed up the day of, um, and I also hadn't even seen the choreography until the day of. So I was like, at some point, you know, we're shooting it, and I'm watching. I'm just like, this is gonna be in the video. Like, holy shit! Like, <laughs> yeah, you were like, wait, what? I was like, wait, what? Like, they <laughs> they got this together how quick? Like, yeah, yeah. it was like on every like they were really like body language catching the lyricism. So mm-hmm. I love that part. Yeah, I was uh, I was just like so impressed by that whole segment. You know what I mean? And it, it I had we had originally talked about just like having like a section for dancing you know but we didn't really like talk about what that was going to look like or whatever and then you know i got caught up just making sure all the other logistics for the video were going to be okay and then you know the the choreography part kind of flipped the cracks but so to show up on set and then see it and then just be like this is even better than i could have even asked for um you know that's always a good feeling that's dope I want to shout out everybody who's joined us today. Um, especially with a shout out Fabio. He's been in here rock with us the whole time. Uh, if you guys have any questions, definitely write them down in the chat below. Uh, he did have one question and he, he said that you said that body is your favorite before. You've also mentioned the staircase has a lot of meaning to you. Would you say that is your new favorite? Um, it kind of goes back to what I had said earlier. It's like, I, they're all my favorite. You know what I mean? I think sometimes, um, well, I guess in, in regards to body, I think for a long time, that was my favorite song to play live. Um, just because it, it just kind of bops so hard. And it's like, it's fun to watch the audience kind of just like, they'll be listening to the intro and they're like, yep. And then they'll get to the verse and they'll just start doing this. <laughs> and then it gets to the chorus and they're all just kind of like, I'm like, yeah, I knew it. So I, <laughs> I just, I, I really liked playing that song live. Um, and I, I'm staircase is one of those songs that definitely means a lot to me because it's about, you know, mostly just being homesick, you know, like missing my family and like, you know, leaving Buffalo. It's kind of a, kind of a, uh, a pivotal time in my life, you know, and then, um, you know, being in LA for a few years and then just kind of being like, man, like, do I even like being here? You know what I mean? Like, this is such a, it's such a wild existence and you know there was something beautiful about just the simplicity of being in my hometown you know but i think it's also a trap so i'm glad i'm not there <laughs> <laughs> no i think all hometowns are a trap oh yeah nostalgia can be a trap um i really have a song about that so go figure. Yeah. <laughs> so i guess i probably have like time for like maybe one more song is there anything specific you want to yeah, there's actually a really short one. Um, we do metaphors. Sorry, Jack. Which one is it? Metaphors. It's right after bed. Oh, metaphors. Okay. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the funny thing about this song is that originally, it was the bridge for Beg. Before I wrote that big like breakdown part, 
uh-huh. it went into like it went to the went to the big chorus that like you know goes to like a quiet part and then the breakdown it was just a big chorus and then it went into metaphors mm-hmm. it was like played on like it was supposed to sound a little more like live you know what i mean yeah um and at some point i was like this part literally doesn't make any sense in this song um <laughs> so i just sort of like just took it out yeah I'm off, to side, off to the side and then wrote something different that felt more like what i wanted to do i'm like let's get let's make it bigger you know and then metaphors ended up kind of just being more of an experiment um you know i think prior to making the record i was making a lot of just like beats and doing a lot of experimenting with like you know just using different sounds you know what i mean um i, I definitely come from kind of the analog world so um using programmed beats or using like uh i don't know just like all kind of digital production is only has only really become relevant to me in the last probably like five years you know so i wanted to kind of push myself to do something that sounded like mags but wasn't really anything i had done previously you know um and i kind of gotten into like lo-fi production like lo-fi hip-hop production and stuff i'm like let me just like try and do something that's just weird and it's an it it can be an interlude it could be a song like however you want to however you want to like interpret it um i see it more as a song even though it's only 30 seconds yeah you know it's i mean short songs are kind of the wave right now in music anyways you know yeah i feel like uh if if one person if the right person makes a TikTok to that song it could be a smash hit yeah you never know it 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 happens out the blue true yeah (laughs) all right let's get to it uh metaphors sweet but it, like it, like you said it definitely has that um tiktok quality to it for sure and i also remember it being at the end of the music video for bag now that i just heard it again like you, you yeah. the video with that yeah that whole video was uh that was like a very loose video shoot it was basically just me uh my girlfriend taylor who's also the creative director on all of the all of all the visuals um so we, we basically conceptualized everything together and then she's like cool let me actually more be like a producer and a creative director and you know like a set designer and a stylist and do all this shit for you and it's amazing um she but, might need a race man yeah she might be uh, <laughs> we were sitting right here like laughing my ass off actually. <laughs> um but uh yeah it was, it was just me her and um the director mitch and he shot this one or that one and uh we just kind of rolled around downtown LA and just like shot some shit. I got really, really high at one point when we were uh, <laughs> shooting one of those scenes where I'm just like 
smoking a J. I, was, I smoked the whole thing by myself, and then and then I moved around. They were like, all right, shoot again. They were like, oh, I got to roll another one. I'm just <laughs> you ever like smoked a whole blunt and then like gone for a run? Yeah, no, that's not a good idea. That, that's pretty much what I did. And at some Dude. point, I was just like, I could pass out right now. Like, we'll see. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think that's what they meant by runner's high. No, 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 no. It was, it was definitely like, <clears throat> I was like, I got to tap out just for uh, a couple minutes here, guys. <laughs> yeah, you'd love to like, you're on fire. Like. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my God. Like, I know I'm a little bit like, I got to get my stamina back up. Like, there's some jump ropes and some cardio and shit, but like, this is a next level. So, for sure. Don't try it at home, kids. No, just <laughs> Unless you want to get stupid high, it's actually probably the best way to do it. Yeah, you'll be gone after that. After you sit down, you probably can't do nothing else for a while. <laughs> so we have a couple of questions. Um, I think A. Kosanke, I might have fucked your name up, but let me that's know. My, that's my guitar. That's my guitarist. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so would, you might you kind of answer this, I think, at some points. Uh, which song are you most proud of? What song am I most proud of? That's actually an extremely difficult question. Um, <laughs> uh, I think um, I'd probably say wait just because it was such a bitch to get it together. Like there were certain points where I was like, this song is just going to be weak and I'm going to have to just deal with it. You know, <laughs> the first round of mastering, I, I sent it out with like this kind of weak mix. And then I got the master back and it was a weak master. And I was like, well, I guess I kind of did this to myself. <laughs> so it was definitely um, not like, not easy. And it was a challenge. And I think it came together amazing. So I think I'm really proud of that one. Okay. Uh, no one, Fabio. Uh, so we'd be releasing more beats as you've done with the bomb then? Yeah. So um, the bomb, that was actually just like, um, a track that I released this past week, just as like a like a reel on Instagram. It's not even really like a song. It was just like something I was making on my Instagram live, and then I was like, "Oh wait, I gotta just like cut up the live and just finish this song real quick." Um, <laughs> and I put it out with a like a like a visual that I had on my phone for a bit. But like, I don't know. I think honestly, like I'm kind of just messing around with that for now. So you know, I don't. I can't really say what I'm gonna do with that just yet. Okay, and uh, another one. Which would you say is the hardest song to play? Um, bike is definitely up there. I think bike actually might be the hardest um, for a couple different reasons. Uh, it was like the chorus is basically one breath, and mm. I think when I recorded it, like I I sing it in parts, you know. So to get through that whole <laughs> that whole phrase is one breath and I'm thinking about how I'm going to, I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to do it live. Cause that's like, I, I would want to breathe like right in the middle <laughs> of the phrase, but like it, it's the way it's recorded. You can't. So I'm going to have to probably just, uh, get better at singing, I guess. I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, and then that guitar, the guitar part and the bridge, um, I almost always play it wrong. So <laughs> like after six months of practicing it, I still play it wrong to this day. So uh overall that song is it just kicks my ass uh every time <laughs> still got some time to the shows you know so you know you'll work it out yeah i like it before every show i'm gonna have to just like warm up with that song be like okay if i can play this one i can literally get through any of the other yeah yep. okay um from joseph hatan in what ways was the crafting of this album different or better 
or worse than putting together your self-titled project? My self-titled project, I have to say at this point, comparatively, I really wasn't trying at all. Um, I, I spent a lot of time just kind of like fucking around, honestly. Like I recorded all of the instruments like in about nine hours. Uh, it was me playing drums and then I had a, a live bassist at the time and we did all the drums and bass in just a few hours, like really simple shit. And then um, did all the guitars pretty quick. Um, and then, so all the instrumentals were done in one session, took them home and, you know, took forever to finish the vocals and then took forever to just get the mixes to a place where I could send them to, um, the guy who was mastering them. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Hey, so these mixes are kind of trash. Maybe you should. And he gave me all of these like notes like it's like they're not i guess he didn't say they were trash but he definitely had some like some notes and he sent me like if you did this differently with the drums like across the entire record it would probably make more sense like your vocals are really quiet you could probably bring them up a little bit like just kind of gave me some overall like general advice um and it was also like the second record i'd ever mixed ever you know so it was not really like i knew what i was doing yeah (laughs) you know what i'm saying so uh and then halfway through the mixing process, I decided to rebuild my computer. Um, I had like a like a desktop, and I had, I had built it, and then I realized I didn't really have enough CPU to like mix a record. So I decided I was gonna just gut it and update the CPU. And then I lost all my plugins, so I had to spend a whole bunch of money that I didn't have to rebuy the plugins that I needed to finish the record. So it was just some, it was just some shit and I kind of did it to myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? I could have had it done a lot quicker, but I, um, kind of just was fucking around, like I said. So that's yeah. the main difference is that I wasn't, I didn't really have time to fuck around. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what was the thought process behind placing choked up before nostalgia in the track list? This is from Amelia. That's a great question because originally nostalgia was called choked out. Um, so the original version of nostalgia, I just saved in my phone as choked out one or something like that. Um, and then when I wrote the demo for what later became choked out, I used the same word, like the same phrase. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, this song makes way more sense as being called choked out. And I guess I'll just call this other one nostalgia because that's the second word in the song. Um, I'm really like bad at naming my songs. I don't ever have very like eloquent titles or anything. It's always just like, what's the main word in the chorus? Or like, what's the first word in the first verse? And it's like, okay, well, that's going to be the song title. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was, I think I I just left it like that because it made sense. And I thought it would be a fun way to just like make it feel like an album, you know? Mm -hmm. No, I like that because it kind of makes the, the audience have to like search for it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a you know, like they're listening to it, waiting for the word, you know. So they're like really listening, you know, to to the lyrics. And they're like, yeah. Boom! There it is. You <laughs> know, I mean, it specifically happened to me listening to Golden. Like I, I just remember I was like listening. I was like, "Ooh, where's Golden coming from? How's he gonna roll that?" And I was like, "Ooh!" Mm-hmm. He's like, well, "When you when you said the when I can be Golden, like." Like, yeah. Like, why wouldn't I change? I was like, "Ooh, that's dope." I like that, that. That actually came from one of the later versions of the demo because I never actually said "golden" in the mm-hmm. original song. Um, and then when I rewrote it 
however many times, eventually I wrote different lyrics. And so I'm like, okay, well, I got to have these lyrics in this album version and I got to use this whole part. So, but uh, yeah, that song was just called Golden because originally I was just trying to make a song that sounded like what Golden Hour feels like. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Like if I could just make a song that just sounds like being on the beach at like sunset, like uh-huh. let me do that. Uh, but then I was like, okay, well then I can, I think I can just write different lyrics that make it make sense. Um, so, yeah. All right. Uh, one last question. What yeah. made you go with other versions of songs instead of more rock based demos? Like, like the one you mentioned yesterday of uh, beach love and that's from Fabio. Right. I was on live yesterday and I was talking a little bit about some of the demos that I made for this album and beach love was one of those songs that like uh, originally it was a song I, I literally like woke up one morning and was just like, oops, gotta make a song. And I just like sat at my computer and kind of just made it. And all the words just like, just kind of shot out of me. And um, I had like this little toy drum kit that I found at the thrift store. Um, and I had put a bunch of like t-shirts and stuff over it to make it quiet. And I just recorded these like really quiet like drums. And then it's kind of like, made the rest of the demo around it and it kind of had this like a very different feel from the from the album version you know um almost almost like almost like a march you know it had this kind of like and it's like you know that was fine but it just kind of i don't know it didn't make me feel anything it was kind of just like okay that's a song um so like I said, when I had the idea to combine Beach Love and Golden and make Beach Love more of a ballad, like um, it made sense to just kind of like make that song a little bit more low key and a little deeper and a little more like, just give it a little bit more feeling, I guess. Um, so when we recorded it, like that's uh, that's my friend Jake playing the piano on that song. Um, he's got like a little studio in his, uh, the building he lives in. Um, and they have like this slightly like out of tune piano in their foyer uh, that just kind of sits there and we mic'd it up and he just like, I wrote the chords, but he played them and just, you know, we went through the whole song. Um, and that was literally all I had. I only had him playing the song all the way through. Mm. And I didn't have any like other ideas of what I was going to do. I'm like, this is going to end up just being something at some point. And maybe I'll add drums. Maybe I won't. Um, but I ended up just kind of wanting, almost wanting it to be like an acapella track with a piano. When you yeah. Fit. yeah. So I kind of, oh, start, oh, yeah. yeah, I started with just stacking a bunch of vocals. And so everything else kind of just like came in underneath it. Um, you know, and then I met this, uh, this guy, uh, Emmanuel, who is like a session cellist. And, um, you know, he, he was like, yo, like if you ever need anything like, like strings on any of your, any, on any of your songs or anything, like just don't be afraid to hit me up, you know? And at some point I was like, actually I should hit him up because that could be like a really wild thing to have on this record. It's just like a whole like string arrangement. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I hit him up and I sent him the song. I sent him that song and I sent him staircase and uh, yeah, he was like, cool and so he sent me a whole bunch of stuff and i ended up chopping it up and and making my own parts out of it um but yeah i I think that really kind of 
made that song like the, the strings and all that like it 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 kind of just evolved in front of me you know what i mean um so yeah i, I think that's the, the kind of beautiful thing about not having a lot of hard and set uh expectations going into making a project you know because if you if you put yourself in a box right away you know you don't really open yourself up to having other ideas and and being inspired during the the process you know what i mean yeah um yeah. and i think that's like where i get hung up with sometimes with de- making demos it's like i'll try i'll make a demo and i'll just like produce the fuck out of the demo and then i'll try to re-record it with like better gear or something and then it doesn't quite have the same well the like, way you did nostalgia is like you know keeping all of that right you know like the song yeah that song was like that song was literally just like one take yeah, I wrote down one take jam, reverb in the room, one mic away from the singer. Like, like it sounds like you're playing over here, like, like just getting your shit off. It almost feels like a freestyle. Like you just wrote the song in your head and was like, "I'm gonna get my shit off right, real quick." That song you put is your a drink down. That song is a freestyle. I actually. Um, oh, see, I can hear it. I can. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Yeah, that song was definitely a freestyle because I remember I started playing that progression and I started singing those words and I got to a certain point when I was literally just saying shit. I guess it was probably just what I was feeling. And I was like, oh, I got to record this. So that's when I pushed record on my phone and freestyled like almost the entire song. Um, I think I I think I ended up writing one little section after. Um, And so when I recorded it, for real for the album it was just like i did it in like two takes mm. and i just wanted it to be kind of loose um and you know i think uh I, I did a little bit of you know processing i added like some some chorus and i added some reverb and stuff like that to give it a little bit of a, like a vibe to fit with the rest of the album because it was really dry and kind of like harsh and echoey before mm. and so i just gave it a little bit of like um I have like a like a like a chorus plugin that is based on the chorus for like a like a synthesizer that I use, and uh, it just gave it this like nice little. I don't know the word is vibe. I don't want to use the word vibe, but it's it's just gave it like a nice vibe. So yeah, definitely. <laughs> I've been trying to I've been trying to find I've been trying to find a better word than vibe because everybody's just like it's good vibes, man. It's like yeah, yeah, but it's just gotta be more. It's got to be something more than just vibes, you know? All right, man. That's such a perfect word. It is a perfect word. I could just say vibration, maybe. I don't know. It's like a, like a hippie or something. <laughs> All right. Um, so that was the listening party. We got through not the whole album, but we got a good feel and taste for what, you know, what you have. Uh, once again, congratulations for the, the release. Everybody definitely needs to go stream it, go play it, go add it to your TikToks, do everything you can. Um, go follow Elliot uh, at all his socials. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, wherever at Living Life Fearless. And thank you, everybody, for joining us. Um, I guess what we're gonna do today is for everybody that is here, uh, we're gonna offer everybody a free T-shirt. One of our T-shirts, one of these, one of the the Reese's wearing. Um, I'll put the info in the chat. You guys can go ahead and email us whatever size address you guys want your T-shirts at. Or you can go to the, or you can go to the post and comment that you were there, and we'll send you something. But once again, thank you guys for joining us. 
Thank you, Elliot, very much. Uh, the album is very dope, and I can't wait till you get a chance to play some of these live because I think that'll take things even to the next level. I think so too. Thank you guys again for having me. It uh, feels like a nice little a little thing we got going on over here. So can't wait to come back. Oh yeah, we'll oh, definitely, definitely. Always. Definitely. Hopefully we'll be like a little small part of, you know, whatever success you come from. This. <laughs> Don't forget about us when you blow up. No, this, you know how they always say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right on. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks, everybody. Keep living life fearless. Yep. Until next time.